0: Hey there, I'm Tim Bidermas, and this is NPR's Book of the Day. Even by L.A. standards, P-22 was a unique celebrity. P-22, of course, being the mountain lion who lived in Los Angeles' Griffith Park for 10 years and made a name for itself by surviving for so long in an urban environment that wasn't built for it. That knack for survival and the confusion of trying to understand the human world are the key ideas propelling Henry Hoke's latest novel, Open Throat, in this conversation with NPR Scott Simon, Hoke talks about what it took to write from the perspective of a puma, and ultimately, what that species has to teach ours about living on this planet. Here's Scott Simon.
1: This message comes from NPR sponsor LiveWrite, publishers of Left for Dead, Shipwreck, Treachery, and Survival at the Edge of the World by Eric J. Dolan. The true story of five castaways abandoned on the Falkland Islands during the War of 1812. Available wherever books are sold.
2: This message comes from NPR sponsor, REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI Co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside. Open Throat by Henry Hoke is a novel that opens with a singularly arresting sentence. I've never eaten a person, but today I might. The narrator who tells us that humans cannot make the noises of his name but his mother gave him is known by two-legged inhabitants of Los Angeles as P-22, the Puma. When real life lived in Griffith Park from 2012 to 2022, every day for him is a struggle to survive the effects of being crowded out of his habitat by floods, earth rumblings, and human animals. Henry Hoke, who also directs Enter Text, the Literary Events Group, joins us now. Thank you so much for being with us.
0: Thank you for having me, Scott.
2: Help us understand how P. 22, what he has to do just to live every day.
0: Well, I think that it was such an inspiration to me to be living, you know, as a contemporary of this lion, because I moved to the neighborhood of Los Feliz, um, right by Griffith Park in Los Angeles around the same time. The P-22 crossed the 405, and it was really interesting to think about how much um, P-22 became sort of a stand-in for the, the urban encroachment on wildlife and wild spaces, and made me think of how sort of isolated you can be in Los Angeles, and I think those kind of things were always echoing for me before I left Los Angeles and thought I should write a book about it, and then came to this narrator as the way to do it.
2: What he had to go through to survive the encroachment on uh, the habitat of natural wildlife, but on the other hand, were people right to be afraid
0: of it? I wonder about that. I think that largely people were excited, as far as I knew, to to possibly encounter p twenty two. I think they were probably afraid more for their dogs, the same way they were afraid of coyotes for their dogs and things like that. But there was, I feel like, a kinship with anything wild because I think we all, as Los Angeles residents, had a A wild experience of nature um, from everything, you know, the earthquakes, the floods, the drought, wildfires that would burn like volcanoes on the hills. Um, And I think that to think of a, you know, a larger animal that was going through this as well, I think there was a kinship for the people of Los Angeles in this puma. So many fans and fandoms were formed.
2: P-22 finds a common cause with a group of people. Please let me ask you to read a section, if we could. Yeah, sure.
0: When the sun drops below the ridge, I leave the dried up ravine and go to town. Town is where my people live. There are four of them and they have three tents set up, just a few layers back in the trees where the hikers can't see. But I see in the dark. The people in town smell familiar to me, a smell like warmth or the woods, not the sweet hiker smell that makes my head hurt. And that's how I found them a while ago and found their pile of trash and the smaller animals that come to eat their trash and offer themselves up to get eaten by me.
2: And these are human beings living in, I guess, what a lot of the world would refer to as a homeless encampment, aren't they?
0: Yeah. This is a small tent group of unhoused people, yeah, in Griffith Park.
2: Does P-22 consider himself the protector of this pack?
0: I think so. I think there's a, and there's a symbiosis. Um, you see here, there's there's like a, the leftovers that p22 can can eat or taste and then there's also this idea of yeah um p22 has been and i call my cat hecate who sort of a, it's it's formed a separate identity for me you know from the actual lion but hecate uh hecate feels this community in this space these people who are living adjacent to each other in tents and um you know sharing food taking care of each other calling it town is like this is the first encounter of like People in place and people forming a small civilization <laughs> on the cat's terms. It's outside of the horror of a freeway that it's crossed and um, the violent past it's had with its own kind when its father sort of, you know, rejects it and hunts it.
2: The puma begins to recognize human words, which is part of the the utter charm of your writing is the wordplay. Uh, the city spread out is L-A, E-L-L-A-Y. He overhears people talking about scarcity, and that becomes scarcity. <laughs> What's happening to the puma that he begins to piece that together? Do you think?
0: Yeah, I think that um, these words keep storming around in its head and getting confused. You know, the idea of a therapist as something—is it prey or is it a service? Or you know, is it—is it sustenance? What is it in you know relation to people? And then, scare city, right? Two words being instead of scarcity, which it experiences very acutely, but it um it hears that as a place, like a place we inhabit. And I think that really, some of those things just made sense to me. I think, and so I had a lot of fun making them the ways that the cat is ordering the world.
2: What do you hope we can take from a story set inside the skin of a? It hurts me almost to refer to him as an animal at this point, but I say this in. With the highest compliment, because we are all animals.
0: Well, I guess that's exactly it. Um, We are all animals. Um, You know, I think that projecting onto animals is something, you know, we do a lot, right? Whether it's our pets or as we've talked about P22, like the idea of a city sort of imagining this cat as a celebrity or sort of projecting our own needs and consciousnesses. And for me, it was really like I was like, well, even like gender and things that this cat and, you know, I myself struggle with or i am on a journey of um
2: we we should explain not to give anything away we're talking about a queer cat here
0: yeah 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 this is a gender queer cat this is a cat who is you know both homosexual feelings and a struggle with a gender identity and is both affirmed and denied that identity by various you know figures animal and human in this in this book um i felt as far as taking away i just i feel like um if we can empathize with an animal, you know, in this kind of crisis situation, I think it's important to empathize with everyone who's dealing with climate change and with rampant inequality. I think just finding the empathy in, in every figure and in how we're all connected around what's happening to our world, I think is, was really important to me as I wrote it. Open Throat
2: is the new novel from Henry Hoke. Thank you so much for being with us.
0: Thank you, Scott.
1: This message comes from NPR sponsor, Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. Support for NPR and the following message come from Rosetta Stone, the perfect app to achieve your language learning goals no matter how busy your schedule gets. It's designed to maximize study time with immersive 10-minute lessons and audio practice for your commute. Plus, tailor your learning plan for specific objectives, like travel. Get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off and unlimited access to 25 language courses. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. All that sitting and swiping, your body is adapting to your technology. Learn how and what you can do about it.